0: money deals tribal knowledge resources training coaching partnering we are texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com my name is Shinoa grove welcome to the show we're going to be talking about the top 12 strategies for today's texas market Uh, This presentation is sponsored by the Texas RIAs. If you are on GoToWebinar, you are live. If you are on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, or our podcast, you may or may not be live. But if you'd like to come to an upcoming live meeting, just go to TexasRIAs.com forward slash live. So this is sponsored by the Texas RIAs, the largest by far network of real estate investor associations in the great state of Texas. So then why do you care and why does that matter? Well, it matters because real estate is local. Laws are local. Contracts are local. Contractors are local. Buyers and sellers are local. (laughs) Lenders, title companies, attorneys, everything about real estate is local. Laws are local. There's 30,000 books and tapes and YouTube videos out there that talk about how to invest in real estate, and they all talk about how to do it anywhere. Well, how to do it anywhere is how to do it at 30,000 feet. But real estate is not actually bought and sold at 30,000 feet, real estate is actually bought and sold at zero feet. So if you want to know what laws apply here, and which neighborhoods to invest in here, and which contracts to use here, which contractors to hire here, and what houses to buy and sell here, where do you get that? You get that at your local real estate investor association. And my job is to make you all into educated and contributing members of this community. So why am I here? Well, I do appreciate your time. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. Your time is valuable. I'm going to repay you for your valuable time by sharing some very valuable training and information with you. Uh, My own background, 2003, I went from working on a nine-to-five job that by then I hated to eventually making over a million dollars a year investing in real estate. And I've been doing that for many, 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 going on almost 20 years now. And over the next, oh, maybe up to uh, 90 minutes, I'll tell you a a little bit about what I learned and what I did right. I'm also going to tell you about what I did wrong. Because the best way to learn is not from your mistakes. It's from what? Other Other people's mistakes. Yeah, experience is the toughest teacher there is. You get the test first, and then you get the lesson after. Trust me, that's not how you want to learn how to invest in real estate. So we're going to share tribal knowledge. That's what the RIAs are really good at. And encourage you to participate as well. So what are we going to learn today? How about nine different strategies to make money in big chunks? Sounds good, doesn't it? Big chunks. I'm not here to sound good though. But um, <clears throat> the beauty of real estate is that it scales. It's, it's a transaction-based business. So what does that mean? Most people work in a job, make money in a job. A job doesn't scale. A job is fundamentally an exchange of time for money. That's a job. And the reason you can't get wealthy in a job is there's only so much time you can exchange, so many hours in a week, month, year, literally only so many hours left of you. Of the rest of your life, you can exchange uh, working uh, for money for the job. But but real estate is what we call transaction-based. That means you do this, 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 you get a check, you do this, 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 and you get another check. And you can leverage other people's time and money and resources. We're going to learn how to do that. And if you do that, there's literally no limit to the number of transactions that you can do, which means there's literally no limit to the amount of money you can make. And there's just not many things that scale. Oh, got a little blinky screen there. Uh, how about how to turn even a small IRA into millions of dollars tax-free? Uh, I'm going to demonstrate that. I think you'll be impressed. Uh, how about how to acquire $10 million in rental properties with little or no money and no credit? My wife and I have a portfolio of over $30 million worth of houses. Now, if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses traditionally, I mean, think about it. I'd have to put down 20% every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi, 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 multi multi-millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I wasn't a millionaire when I started investing in real estate. So then how in the world was I able to accumulate a portfolio of $30 million worth of houses? Well, I had to figure out a different way to buy them. I had to figure out how to buy them even with little or no money and no credit. And I'm going to tell you, once you learn how to buy real estate with little or no money and no credit, then how many properties can you buy? All of them. How many do you want to buy? When I ask you a question, if you say all of them, you're probably going to get it right. Okay, so great. Uh, then how come everybody doesn't make a million dollars a year investing in real estate? Well, there are some problems. So what are the problems? Um, <clears throat> fear is a big problem. A lot of people are just afraid to do it. I was scared to death. I was literally sitting in these chairs 20 years ago. I'm afraid I'm going to make a mistake. I'm afraid I'm going to lose money. Fear paralyzes a lot of people right at the starting blocks. Next problem, finding deals. Good deals are hard to find. Anybody that says good deals are easy to find is either a liar or a fool. The hardest thing about this business is finding deals. And then finally, doing deals. What I love most about being a real estate investor is there's so many ways to do it. I'm going to give you guys a whole bunch of different ways to do this, stuff you're not going to learn watching HGTV or watching YouTube videos. So for most people, these are the problems. Most people never get past these problems, but here's the good news. This is exactly what real estate investor associations are set up to do. Local, longstanding communities of people working together, sharing resources, and helping people that are getting started get past all of these things. Uh, That keep most people from ever getting started. So I'm going to help you get past all this exactly the same way that the RIA helped me when I was sitting in these same chairs myself, literally 20 years ago. All right. Disclaimer. Let me take a deep breath. This subject matters for educational purposes only. We are not lawyers, CPAs, financial planners, etc. You should always have your contracts, taxes, business plans, etc. reviewed by an attorney and/or financial advisor before completing any real estate transactions. Government relations also require that I disclose that the results that I discuss are not typical results. I am an action taker and have achieved remarkable results, and the investors I talk about are action takers and not your typical average people. I believe average people don't take any action and therefore get zero results. Only you can decide if you're going to be a typical average person or an above-average action taker. You know, here in Texas, we have kind of a special saying that sums this all up. And the saying is all hat and no, anybody here from Texas, all hat and no cattle, all hat and no cattle. What does that mean? Everybody says they're going to roll up their sleeves. Everybody says they're going to go out and take action, but most people go out and do what? Nothing. Nothing. I heard of the 80-20 rule, right? 20% of the people in the world make pretty much all the money. Well, I think in real estate investing, it's more like the 95-5 rule. It's like 5% of the people invest in real estate. But the ones that roll up their sleeves, the ones that take action, they don't just make money. They make gobs of money, incredible amounts of money. Do you guys realize that almost 80% of the millionaires in this country got their all or in part through investing in real estate? You know, it's really, really difficult becoming a millionaire not investing in real estate, but you can't be all hat and no cattle. You do have to roll up your sleeves, and you do have to take action. Any of you uh, own a home over the last two years? Who's owned a home the last two or three years? Yeah? Nice. You're a lot richer than you were two or three years ago, aren't you? What if you had five? What if you had 20? What if you had 200 of those homes and other people were paying off the mortgages for you? Now, how much richer would you be? Yeah, nice. So, uh, fear. Let's talk about fear. It seems a little scary. I get it. I can relate and I can help. In fact, we have had so many people uh, that we've helped become real estate investors, that have become millionaires and even multi-multi-millionaires, we actually host and sponsor a show where every single week we interview one of you, right, whose lives have been transformed from becoming real estate investors. We call the show Houses Flipping People. Most of the shows are about people flipping houses. Well, this is people flipping houses, but then the houses flip the people, right, because their lives were transformed from becoming real estate investors with our help. Uh, we actually have the host of the show, who's here this weekend uh, with us, this day, with us, uh, Olivia, and uh, she's the one who does all the interviews, and Olivia, thank you for that. And I'll give you some examples of, uh, some, of these, uh, some of these episodes. Um, Flavia came to Daria, a single mom, uh, had a bakery, uh, and then there's a pandemic, and so just like that, boom, she loses her uh, business. Uh, but she's gotta make money doing something, cause you know, she's got kids to feed. So, taught her how to flip houses, flip 15 houses, never going back to the bakery. Uh, Jeff came to us, kind of a double whammy. He got fired and divorced at the same time. And he says, I need to uh, do something different with my life plan, I need, I need to do something different. Uh, I need to make money. Uh, taught him how to flip houses made $500,000 in his very first year as a real estate investor, he's never going back to that job uh, or that wife. Uh, uh, Mike and Vanessa, Um, Mike and Vanessa are are general contractors uh, in the network, there's a lot of general contractors uh, amongst all the other types of power team people, and they they fix other people's houses up for them, so they fix some of my houses for me, for example. But then they kind of came to me and they said, we noticed that the real estate investors seem to be making the big bucks while we're doing all the work. Can you tell us and teach us how to be the investor? How how we can do the fix and flip? Uh, So I taught them how to do fix and flips. And in their first year, they only did one project. They just fixed and flipped one house. Uh, Olivia, how much money did they make on that one project?
1: Only $2 million, guys. Only
0: $2 million net. Net. Hey Michael, the video's going on and off here. I think there's a loose cable or something. Yeah, $2 million net profit. Holy cow. You know, if you're only going to do one project, uh, $2 million net. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, not bad at all. Uh, so, yeah, they were doing a whole bunch more now. But uh, first year, $2 million, not bad. So, Olivia, can you tell everybody a little bit about the show?
1: Yes, so uh, I'm a real estate investor myself, and I travel between Austin, Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. And every week I interview one or a couple an investors. How much has real estate transformed their lives? And not just their life, but their family and their everybody that works with them. And that why did they become a real estate investor? Because everybody have their why. So I'm not just there looking at all the, but why did they become a real estate investor? And this is what I do every week besides doing all my deals myself as well.
0: Okay. And um, you know, I'll give you a few more examples. Uh, Huberto, Huberto came to us as a college student and uh, said, "I want to uh, uh, learn how to flip houses." Yes. Uh, taught him how to flip houses. Uh, on his first deal, he made three hundred thousand dollars. Not yeah. bad for a college kid. And during the interview, Olivia says, "So, Huberto, are you working on any other projects?" And he says, "Yeah, I have twenty-four other projects going right now. Thank you very much." Uh, Chris came to us. She did something I think is kind of smart. Let me talk about how she got started. She partnered on her first deal. So let's talk about this. So most people, when they want to get started, what do they do? They watch some YouTube videos. They read a book or two on investing and flipping houses. They pretty much try to figure it out on their own. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Well, here's like a different idea for getting started. Why not, when you do your first deal, why not maybe partner with somebody who's maybe done hundreds of deals before leverage their experience and their money and their power teams, learn how to do it the right way, and then split the profits. Yeah? Now, I know what everybody's thinking. Everybody always asks me the same thing. Well, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Why would a multimillionaire real estate investor want to partner with a rookie? Why would they do that? Well, I'm going to give you all a fact of life. This is just a fact of life. If you ever want to do business with somebody operating a higher business stature than you, you're going to have to help them before they're going to help you. That's just how life works. So what could you possibly do to get a multimillionaire real estate investor to want to help you? Bring them a money-making deal. And that's exactly what Chris brought to me. So she brings me this deal. She's like, what do you think of this deal? I said, that's a money-making deal. And then she says, would you partner on the deal with me? I said, for half the profits, heck yes. I get half the profits. She learns how to do it the right way. I call that a win-win. She's done many, many deals since then. <laughs> Carlos, a petroleum engineer in Houston, got tired of petroleum engineering, said I want to do something different with my life, taught him how to flip houses. He flipped over a hundred houses. Elizabeth, uh, right here in San Antonio, climbing the corporate ladder, doing marketing, and uh, got tired of that, taught her how to flip houses. During the interview, Olivia's like, how much money have you made with this house flipping thing we taught you? She's like, well, right now I have $6.7 million in my bank account. Not bad. Uh, Buddy, uh, an insurance uh, adjuster for State Farm, got tired of that, uh, taught him how to flip houses, done 150, 150 flips. We have a car salesman that flips 60 houses, Eddie. Eddie came to us from uh, California. I think there's a a program they have where they pay people to move to Texas. I'm not quite sure how that works, but it seems like it, right? He's one of them. So he started a family, and he was a filmmaker in L.A., and he didn't like the culture, I guess, in L.A., so he wanted to raise his family here in Texas. So he moved to Texas, but we got a problem, right? We're not making all these films here in Texas, so he needs to go make money doing something. So I taught him how to flip houses. He flipped over 100 houses, right? Just right off the boat from California, how about that? And then during the interview, Olivia asked him, Eddie, how much money have you made with this stuff Phil taught you about houses? Because he didn't know anything at all about real estate before. He literally sat in the same chair as you're sitting in right now. And Eddie just says, I've made a lot of money. And then Olivia's kind of digging in, like, "Can can you give us a number? Just like ballpark, like, how much money have you made? And he's like, well... I'm now worth more than $10 million, so not bad for some guy off the boat from LA. We have firemen, we have football players, we have a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, we have rocket scientists, we have people from all walks of life, literally, and this is just like a teeny tiny sample, literally every single week we interview one of you and have you share your story. So subscribe to the show, Houses Flipping People, on YouTube. And you get to see these episodes every week, it's educational, you get to see the deals and see the people that are your peers, these are people you might be doing deals with at some point. And you get to see how real estate has transformed their life and they even share a little advice as well. I don't know anybody on the planet, I mean, not to brag, but I don't know anybody on the planet that can point to somebody every single week and say millionaire, 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 millionaire. I mean, I don't know know anybody that can actually do that from joining this group. So real deal, go check it out for yourself. And Olivia, um, you're also a real estate investor. Maybe you can share your story because real estate has also transformed your life. Kind of tell everybody how you got started.
1: Uh, So guys, born and raised in Brazil, not just Brazil, because they're like, wow, Brazil, yes. My Brazil was in the Amazon, where there is no electricity, no power, in the middle of the jungle, the jungle as it can be i uh, move to the city. They, they call
0: that organic now. You gotta pay for it.
1: I didn't know that how organic <laughs> was back then, uh, but I, it was a lot of struggle, but that was my reality back then. So why does that important? Not much, but I did not have any education whatsoever when it comes to real estate. So I grew up listening after I moved to the city. Um, you know about the real estate even back in Brazil, but I'm like, well, uh, that's never going to be for me it's not a career that i can afford i don't know anything about it and i uh, was pretty much always broken compared to what i am today so moved to the u.s uh, back and forth living the struggle american more headache than the dream at the time i uh, had about fifty thousand dollar on my credit cards uh, and my, my credit score was low as it can be uh, and i couldn't even afford renting an apartment and i was going through a divorce at the time and I'm like, okay, what do I do now? So yeah, and,
0: and I remember you came to this workshop, and you said, I'm not interested in this. In fact, I think you weren't even. You you kind of came along with a friend, you know? Yes,
1: just... I came in as just passing by, and I never left yeah. uh, because and, I didn't and, know. And you
0: said I can't do this, right? Yeah, I, it was I, very I'm dead, clear. I got no money. I've got no Experience. training, I'm not a realtor. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know anything about real estate. My family doesn't do real estate. So, and what did I'll I will be say? back later. I said
1: what? <laughs> uh, come to the three-day workshop. Come to the workshop. Take a chance. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Come to the three-day workshop. I'm going to teach you all the strategy, regardless, of, I te- and what you told was very humble. Yeah. Regardless of whatever stage we are in, with no experience, broke as it can be, he did not turn his back even though he didn't need to. Well, I
0: mean, half the strategies are no money strategies. Yes. Half the strategies use money. But I tell everybody, whether you have money or not, you still don't have enough. Nobody has yes. enough money. I mean, you got half a million dollars in your checking account. Great, buy a house. Congrats. OK, now you're done. Yep, so. <laughs> that's it. You can't buy another house, so you sold that house. So you have to use other people's money. Even if you have money, you don't have enough. Okay, So you have to learn how to do it with no money. You have to learn how to do it with other people's money. And that's yes. what I explained to Olivia. And even the marketing, half the stuff is free, half the stuff takes, takes money. If you don't have money, do the free stuff, right? So you came to the workshop. Yes. And you wrote a lot of notes about like how to do it with the free stuff.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I could do it because I couldn't yeah. afford anything else. So.
0: Right. No problem. And then you went out and you did what?
1: So because some of the strategies, some of the marketing uh, that I took a lot of notes was one of them door knocking. Well, that didn't, you know, looking through the list, how do I fit in? I'm like, I got to go find the seller. So I went out and I got a house under contract, came back to the network. I'm like, okay, I have this house under contract, who wants to buy? And I assigned that deal to someone else and I made $10,000.
0: So you knocked on a door, you got a property under contract. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything to actually Did get not a property cost under me contract. Anything. You blast it out to this network and somebody offered you $10,000 yes. for the contract. And then after you got that $10,000, what do you think?
1: How many more doors do we have in Texas that I can go door knock? <laughs> it's awesome. So yeah, I love high heels, but when it comes to reality, at that time I was door knocking like there is no stop. Every single minute that I had, I was, that was my marketing. It's not for
0: everybody. It's just one of many free strategies. And yes. you were courageous enough to go try it and what what that? It heck, works and amazing. It's, so, it's still
1: one of my favorite markets. Even today, I can afford all the other, door knock is still one of my favorites.
0: So flash forward, Okay, you became yeah. a real estate investor. Do you own a house now?
1: Yes, yeah, so I own a house in Westlake, one of the highest places in Austin. The highest neighborhood yes, in Austin. Yes, and my boys go to Westlake. best and
0: school in Austin.
1: Yes. So... you own uh, any other houses? Uh Yeah, so I do own fix and flip. I do own buy and hold. Uh, I can say I'm not leaving the headache, you know, American headache. I am leaving, actually, the American dream. My credit score is high as it can be. I never really needed to use it, uh, and my credit cards is on auto payment. So the reason I'm sharing this, regardless of whatever is going on in your life, you are in the right place. This is your time. Don't wait for tomorrow.
0: I'm, I'm going to embarrass you. Uh-oh. You showed me your bank statement.
1: Oh, yeah. It was how, much, all...
0: how much you got in the bank right now, cash?
1: Oh, come on. I, I don't know, about 100 plus. So, yeah, so would I... you
0: say that real estate has completely transformed your life?
1: Uh, more than a hundred percent yes if there's more zero that I can double there yes a hundred percent plus my boys are coming with the on the ride with me they are learning real estate as well so we're not just transform our lives as a real estate investor everybody that is around my friend that sees where I was and what I am and where I'm going so is my family so it is very yeah. exciting to be on a journey that I'm transform everyone that is around me and this can happen to you guys too cool. this panel here those people are humble as they can be. We partner with each other, we talk every day. These are my family and it can be your families as well. So they are always humble and nice and kind to everyone. So, well, thanks th- Phil. Thank
0: you so much for sharing your story. <laughs> it. yeah. So, this is how we get people past the fear, right? Do it with others, right? Be part of a community of people. It's just a lot less scary than just kind of reading some book and trying to figure it out on your own and do please subscribe to the show because it's educational and entertaining as well. All right, so let's get back to our presentation. My first deal in real estate, by the way, was December 15, 2003. That's the day I bid my very first deal, been involved in about 1,200 since then. These are some of the projects I flipped. I'm not going to go through them all but I do approximately a real estate transaction a week in some short shape, form, variety or another. And what that does is it creates what I call money in big chunks. Now that sounds good, doesn't it? Money in big chunks. But I'm not here to sound good, I'm here to teach you. So how does this business work? The way this business fundamentally works is as follows. We do things to find people with problems, to get people with problems to find us. What kind of problem? They might just have a house they don't want anymore. Maybe they have a mortgage they can't afford. Maybe they have a property they want to sell. Problems to entrepreneurs are what? Opportunities, money, opportunities, right? Big problems are what? Big opportunities. So if you're thinking like, I don't want any problem, you're thinking, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Every entrepreneur has this in common with every other entrepreneur. We solve problems. Solve big, complicated problems, the world will reward you well. So we are real estate entrepreneurs. We use different strategies to help people solve different kinds of problems. So let's get a little more specific. Let's get into detail. Uh, I found somebody facing foreclosure. Big problem. Huge problem. I gave them an out, an alternative, something called a short sale that allowed them to sell their house without having to bring money to the table, without completely destroying their credit. And I made $16,000 helping them solve a problem. REO stands for real estate-owned bank owner property. Banks don't want to own property, don't want to own real estate. Took it off the bank's hand, solved the bank's problem, flipped it, made $36,000. I had a legal problem. I had to sell a house by Friday, got in a contract, wholesaled it. I made $5,000. Got a property subject too, no money, no credit, flipped it, made $68,000, dollars on an assignment, uh, $6,000 on a mortgage assignment, $10,000 on a wholesale, uh, $2,800 on a small referral, $12,400 for a large referral. He's starting to get the idea. The way this business works is as follows. We do things to get people with problems to call us, to find people with problems. Uh, and here's the really beautiful part. For every problem that exists, there is no exception, for every, for every address that exists, for every person that owns a house that exists, we have a strategy, a solution, that helps them, is about helping people, solves their problem, solves their need, and gets us paid. We can help motivated sellers, we can help non-motivated sellers. We can help people that own their houses free and clear. We can help people that are hopelessly underwater, where they owe more money than the house is even worth. We can help them, We can solve their problem or need, and we can get ourselves paid. Sometimes we get singles. Sometimes we get doubles. Sometimes we get home runs. Sometimes I work on a lead, a deal, an opportunity, a problem, for six months. And after six months, I make $5,000. And I'm like, oh, man, six months, $5,000? I could have made more money working at Walmart. Thank goodness I'm not working on just one lead at a time. Sometimes my phone rings, and that phone call makes me $55,000 in 48 hours. I'm like, oh, man. I wish every time my phone rang, I made $55,000 in 48 hours. But that's not how it works either. That's maybe one in 100 phone calls. So the question to ask yourself is simple. How often do you get 100 phone calls? Well, that depends on you. How much marketing that you do? How many deals you look at? Do you get 100 phone calls a week? Do you get 100 phone calls a month? Do you get 100 phone calls a year? Well, that depends on you and how many deals you're looking at, how much marketing that you do. So there's two essential skills I have to teach you to be real estate investors. The first and foremost skill is marketing. Marketing is just finding the deal or generating the lead. You need to spend 85% of your time and money looking for the deal, generating the lead. A lead is nothing more than the name and address of somebody that might want to sell real estate. Next skill we have to learn is strategy. Strategy is the product, the service that we offer. We buy houses, we help people sell houses and get rid of houses and mortgages that they don't want or can't afford anymore. We do that in a variety of different ways. It solves a variety of different problems. So marketing and strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. We use 65 different tested proven methods to find off market wholesale properties. I'm going to teach them to you. We use a dozen different strategies to help people solve the problem and get themselves paid. Over half of the marketing methods, by the way, are completely free. And nine of the 12 investing strategies are actually no money and no credit strategies. And when you learn how to buy real estate with no money and no credit, then how many properties can you buy? All of them. So marketing strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. Let us get started with the marketing. Oh, actually, first, let me tell you a quick story. This is the very first house I flipped on December 15th, 2003, almost exactly 20 years ago. But I'll tell you a little story on December... 14th, 2003, I was scared to death. I was actually being coached and mentored by the two guys who ran the Real Estate Investor Association back then. And on the day before I did my first deal, December 14th, 2003, I called them both on the phone. I'm scared. Are you guys sure this is going to work? I don't want to lose any money. Yeah, it took two seasoned, experienced real estate investors to to pull me kicking and screaming over the starting blocks. So if you're a little scared, I get it. I can relate and I can help. But I had one other thing that was helping me move forward and take action at that time in my life. I was in a job that I no longer loved, and I was in a career that I no longer loved. And I'm gonna tell you, if you're spending your time doing something you don't love doing, you need a do something different with your life plan. Yeah, and that's exactly where I was. I needed a different life. And I gotta tell you, you get one life, and it just races by. And if you're not on a trajectory, to getting the life you want. If you're not reaching what you see as your God-given potential, then you probably also need a do something different with your life plan. And that's where I was on December 15, 2003. So let me tell you just a little bit more about that very first deal. Because your first deal in many ways is your most important deal. It's a life-changing experience. Like your first kiss, right? Everybody remembers their first kiss. A life-changing experience. Everybody remembers their first deal. A life-changing experience. Let me tell you about mine. It took me six months to find my first deal. I was actually an unusually slow starter. Uh, Got it under contract using a contract I got right here at the RIA. Bought it using OPM, other people's money, private money lender here at the RIA. You know we have over 1,000 private money lenders here at this network? Private money is faster, cheaper, better than any other kind of money, hard money or any other kind of money. It gives you a competitive advantage. got a contractor here at the RIA to fix it for me, got a realtor here at the RIA to sell it for me, got an attorney and title company right here at the RIA to close it for me, and I went to that very first closing. I picked up that very first check for $15,384.26. And do you know when they handed me that check, it was like you unscrewed the cap, popped out the old brain, popped in the new brain. Because up until the moment they handed me that check, I was a real estate investor based on theory. And I wasn't even sure I believed the theory. I don't know if this is going to work. Not sure about it, don't know about that. But the second that they handed me that check, I didn't know anything different except that I knew it actually worked. And as soon as they handed me that check, I became like a light switching flip to switch. right? Uh, I, I became a real estate investor based on experience. And what I realized when they handed me that check is if I did this and this and this again, I get another check, right? It worked the first time. Olivia said the same thing. As soon as you got that check, I was like, okay, how many more doors can I knock on? And if I do this, this, and this again, I get another check. And if I do this, this, and this again, I get another check. But the really big deal for me, when they handed me that check, right at that moment, I realized that I would never, ever, 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 for the rest of my life, ever, ever have to work for somebody else. Ever, 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 never, ever again. I have not worked for any other person, even for one second. Since they handed me that check on December 15, 2003. My wife likes to say, my resume is in some form of DOS. The techiest of tech people in the room couldn't resurrect if you wanted to. I mean, no way. Right? Uh, You know, yeah. Uh, I, I will never, I would never work for somebody else again. I never had to since they handed me that check. So if you're just getting started, here's my first piece of advice. You need to focus yourself like a laser beam on that very first deal. Because that very first deal will change your life. Mostly by changing your mindset. Deals two, three, four, five, six combined, not as hard as deal number one. They get easier and easier and easier. Okay. So I told you I was going to tell you what I did right. <clears throat> I'm also going to tell you what I did wrong. I did make one common rookie mistake right out of the I spent all that time finding the deal. I found the deal. Once I found the deal, I kind of put my marketing on hold. I picked up some hammers, started making some contractors. I worked on that deal, right? I finished that deal. I completed that deal. I got the check only to wake up the next day and realize I had absolutely nothing to do except start the whole business all over again. And this gets me to my very first takeaway. And here it is, and this is the big one. The business of being a real estate investor is the business of finding deals. It's all about finding deals. Why? Because you make your money on the buy. What does that mean? You know, as soon as you get a property under contract, whatever money was going to be made or not made is done right at that moment. Yeah, you get the money at the end on the sell, but you make the money on the buy. You always have to spend 85% of your time and money on marketing, looking for the next deal. And you always have to approach this business such that the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now the rookies all screw this up. They find a deal, they make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So they reset the marketing. Eventually, they get it going again. They find another deal. They do a deal. They make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So they reset the marketing. Eventually, they get it going again. They find another deal. They do a deal. Make, great, 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 make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. And their income goes up and down and up and down. Okay, That's scarcity mindset. Scarcity says we need to make everything we can off of what we have now. You've got to get rid of that mindset, replace it with what we call abundance mindset. Right? You've got to keep that funnel completely filled with deals all the time. Right? And the way you do that is you always spend 85% of all of your time and money on marketing looking for the next deal. With the attitude is that the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now. Scarcity mindset says, we need to make everything we, off of what we got now. Abundance mindset says, screw that, let's just go get more. It's a completely different way of thinking. It's a completely different way of prioritizing how you act and how you make money. Right? And hint, by the way, the deals you are looking for are not in the MLS. The MLS is the multiple listing service. Thanks, Thomas. Uh, it's the retail market for real estate. It's where realtors sell real estate. It's where all the people in the world compete with each other to see who will pay the most. And I hate to say it, but when you're competing against all the people in the world, some of those people are stupid. And you don't want to compete against stupid. Well, you don't want to win competing against stupid. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. I love the MLS. I adore the MLS. Why do I love and adore the MLS? Because after I buy off-market wholesale real estate, where do I then want to resell it? Oh, the MLS. It's been proven that any property put in the MLS will sell for the most that it could be possibly sold for. That's just never where you're going to find heavily discounted wholesale real estate. The very, very, very best deal in the entire MLS would rarely be a deal that I would ever even take a second look at. So, finding deals. Once I realized this whole shoot and match is about finding deals, then I went about systematizing the process of finding deals. And over time, I developed 65 different methods for finding deals. Actually, it's not really completely accurate to say I developed 65 methods. What would be more accurate is to say I found 65 things that work and I started to do those things. In fact, I need to teach you all a really important lesson, maybe the most important lesson that I'm going to teach you today. But for me to teach you this next lesson, first, I need to unteach you all something. Okay, so I got to unteach you all something. When you guys were in elementary school, If you looked over the paper next to you and you copied down the answers, that that was called what? Cheating. And you're all told that cheating is what? Wrong. Bad. Okay. We're not a bunch of little kids. We're not in elementary school anymore. Going forward, I need you all to unlearn that. Because going forward, guess what? Cheating is a shortcut. Are you kidding me? What am I trying to say up here? What I'm trying to say, you know, in, in little kids, it's, it's cheating. In, in business, it's the shortcut. What I'm trying to say is simple. There's nothing that you are trying to do, I promise you, there's absolutely nothing that you are trying to figure out that I and other people haven't already done and figured out. Everything, and I mean everything, I mean absolutely everything about this business has been completely figured out. We know what's in the soil. We know the zoning. We know the guys that write the zoning. We know the appreciation rate by street address across all the major metropolitan cities all across the state of Texas. We know the exact letters to send to the exact mailing list. We know the exact words to say. We know the exact offers to make. We even know how many contracts we're getting it signed for every 10,000 letters we send out. Everything, and I mean everything, and I mean absolutely everything about this business has been completely figured out. And once I realized that everything I was trying to do and everything I was trying to figure out, other people had done and figured out, then I stopped trying to figure everything out and I just started to, here's that word, copy, right? Copy the top 65 tested, proven methods of actually finding off market wholesale deals. Now, some of these methods or campaigns take time, and some of these methods and campaigns take money. When you get started, you probably have more time and less money. Once you get going, you have more money and less time. I will be honest with you, I don't spend any time anymore on marketing. I outsource 100%, but when I got started, I was insourcing most of it. So then what are all these different marketing methods? Well, let me teach you a whole bunch. First set of strategies has to do with direct mail. Buying lists of people that may want to sell properties. Now, when you buy mailing lists, you can send them mail, or you can get phone numbers and you can call them or you can text them, or you can actually drive over to their house and you can actually knock on their door. Or you can do all three, which we call a multi-touch campaign. Okay, And some of them will call you back. Right, Those are called leads. You make them an offer that solves their problem. We have an offer for every problem that exists, and some of them will say yes, and those are called deals. So you can get lists of people that didn't pay their property taxes, people that are late paying their mortgage. People that have filed for divorce, two people were combining their income to pay a mortgage. Now one of them's gone. Well, the one that's left is probably having trouble paying the mortgage by themselves. You can get a list of people who've inherited houses from somebody that passed away. People's credit scores are declining. People that just got dismissed from bankruptcy. Certainly a lot of financial distress there. You can get a non-owner occupied list. is a list of people that own a house that they don't live in themselves. Well, technically they're landlords. And a lot of them are what we call accidental landlords. They couldn't sell it, so they rented it. They let an ex-spouse or family member or friend or neighbor stay in a house. They inherited a house with a tenant in it. They don't know anything about being a landlord, and very often they eventually become motivated sellers. You can get a list of people who rent to people on public assistance. You can get a code enforcement list. You know the city's already driving around issuing citations for abandoned houses, hoarder houses, deferred maintenance houses, problem properties. You can get the city to give you a list of every problem property in the city. You can even get an expired listing list. This is a list of people that hired a realtor, tried, probably for a long time, to sell it, and it didn't sell. So what do we know about these people? We know 100% of these people would like to sell their house, probably now more than ever. But they probably need solutions that realtors don't offer. Well, hello, that's exactly what investors do offer. If you've had letters, postcards, phone calls, text messages, door knocks, some of them will call you back. Those are called leads. Make them an offer This solves a problem. We have an offer for every problem. Some of them will say yes. Those are called deals. With a website, you can get leads on the internet. Bandit signs, little plastic signs say, we buy houses. Why do you see those signs? Because they work. Online ads work. Email, autoresponders, magnetic signs. Little sign on the side of your car. You buy the sign once, you get leads for the rest of your life. You don't want to pay postage? OK, for a $0.10 cents a door, you could have somebody put a door hanger a door flyer on every door in a neighborhood. Here's one that's pretty much free, driving for dollars. Sometimes I'm just driving around and I see a tarp on a roof, you know, they might as well be waving a big red flag. Desperate motivated seller, please buy my house. I mean, think about this. Somebody's most valuable asset, a house has a serious problem, a leak and their solution was to go buy a $5 tarp at Home Depot. Well, how come they didn't fix the roof? No money same guy's not fixing the roofs, not paying his insurance, not paying his taxes, probably not paying his mortgage. Sooner or later, an investor is going to pick up that deal. What are the other marketing strategies? Oh wait, we interrupt this program for a special announcement. Special announcement. Actually, Chanel already made the announcement, so I don't need to really talk about this much. Yeah, there's a workshop coming up. I will be teaching this myself, practical, actionable, detailed, step-by-step training on whole, how to do this. Uh, literally thousands, and I mean thousands, and I mean thousands of successful Texas real estate investors got started at this workshop. The real deal, Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas. In fact, every single week we interview somebody who came to the workshop whose life was completely transformed. And you can even come for free. So how cool is that? Pick the location. And a date that works best, you can come live and in person, uh, or you can attend online or some combination of the two. I think Shanoa put this up before. I'll put this up again at the very end. Uh, but yeah, you just go to that website and you can get registered. How cool is that? For you guys online, you have to click on the link in the comments below if you are online. All right, so let's get back to the marketing. Um, what are the other deal finding strategies? Letters of intent. What is that? It's an offer. Who should you send an offer to? And the answer is everybody. In fact, I'm going to give you all your first homework assignment. This is your first homework assignment. Tomorrow, I want you to send 200 people an offer on their house. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Here's how investors think. Ready, fire, aim. You make the offer, and then You look for the money. You make the offer, and then you do due diligence. You make the offer, you then, then you negotiate. You make the offer, and then you think about it. You should make everybody an offer. Why not? Do you know that every time here in Texas you make somebody an offer, you know you get four different options? You might want to write them down. Option number one, you could buy a house. They might say yes. It's called taking a shot. Do you know what happens if you take enough shots on goal? What do you think happens? Some of them go in, even if you suck. And with practice, what happens? More of them go in because you don't suck anymore because you practiced. So option number one, you can buy a house. Option number two, you can terminate the contract after you make it. Did you know the Texas state promulgated contract gives the buyer the unilateral right to just rip it up and walk away? No harm, no foul, no risk, no penalty. Even in traditional real estate, people get a property under contract, they find something they don't like in the inspection, they just rip it up and walk away. Option number three, instead of ripping it up, you can renegotiate the offer after you make it. Do you know it's much, much, much easier to renegotiate than it is to negotiate? Option number four, you can sell the contract itself to somebody else that has money. Notice only one of those four options even required you to come up with any money to buy a house, just make offers. Give yourself options. Business cards, FISBO, calling, cold calling, people trying to sell their house themselves for sale by owner. Why would they do that? Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they're crazy. Maybe they need solutions that realtors don't offer. Hello. Mass media, television, radio, billboards, expensive, but effective when you do it with others. Past referrals, other investors. You know, sometimes the best way to find a deal is to get other investors to find the deal for you. By the way, do you all know what I'm doing up here right now? Networking, Networking, that's part of it, yeah. What am I really doing? Marketing, yeah, it's called marketing. I will guesstimate, and I'm gonna be very conservative in this, I will guesstimate, based on the number of people here live and the number of people online, over the next twelve months, I should easily be able to partner on no less than one, two, three deals with somebody who's listening to me right now. Sometime over the next twelve months, average net profit on a deal forty grand, my share twenty grand. Means as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now, I should pretty easily be able to put an extra twenty plus twenty plus twenty extra sixty thousand dollars in my pocket sometime over the next twelve months. As a result of the presentation I'm giving right now, not bad better than a poke in the eye with a stick. Wouldn't you all agree? And by the way, you can all do exactly the same thing. Because there's people in this room and there's people in this network that have deals that are looking for money. There's people in this network, there's people in this room that have money that are looking for deals. Some people want buy and hold, some people want fix and flip. Some people want short sales, some people want wholesales. Some people in Austin, some people in San Antonio, some people in Houston, some people in Dallas, some people in El Paso. All of the members of this network, there's tens of thousands of them, by the way, are all interconnected through an online network. You know that we meet every minute of every day. And do you know multiple times a day and thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decade, some members of this community post their deals, questions, offers, referrals, contracts, back and forth over that network? Yeah, I said earlier, guys, you're not going to find your deal in the MLS. That's ridiculous. That's the retail marketplace. That's, that's, the, that's the retail pond. That's the pond with the small fish. You guys need to fish in the wholesale pond. Okay, that's the pond with the big fish. So then where's the wholesale pond? You're sitting in it. Yeah, a large network of real estate investors, wholesaling, horse trading properties back and forth. Welcome to the wholesale marketplace. You see, when you look around this room, what do you see? And it's going to tell you how you think. Is this your competition? Are these your partners, buyers, sellers, lenders, borrowers? I figured this out a long time ago. You want to make a lot of money investing in real estate? You're going to have to do a lot of deals. And What's the secret to doing a lot of deals? Well, here's what I figured out. You can make a lot more money. I don't mean a little more money. I mean a lot more money getting 50% of 1,000 deals than 100% of five deals. Everything you need to become a multi, 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 multi-millionaire is right here. Right? You need money. You need partners. You need power teams. You need knowledge, resource. If you don't have it, leverage for it, trade, partner for it, and it scales you up. And once you figure that out, I partner in all my deals. Right? Sometimes I'm where the deal is, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I have the money, sometimes all my money is out invested in other things, I have to borrow the money. But when you start to think with the abundance mindset, you realize you can make a lot more money getting 50% of a thousand deals and 100% of five deals. Realtors, let's have the talk. I'm not a realtor. Most real estate investors are not realtors somewhere somebody got this idea that somehow becoming a realtor would help them be a real estate investor. It's not. okay. If you want to be a realtor, there's nothing wrong with that. It's an honorable profession, but it will not help you in any way, shape, or form be a real estate investor. In some ways, it will actually hinder you because it will limit certain things you can do. Uh, You can do both, but it's not going to help you. So People ask me, should I get my license? No, I would never get my license. If If you want to be a realtor, get your license. But if you want to be a real estate investor and and not be a realtor, then then I would say, don't get your license. I go on with that later, Uh, but it's just a common uh, misconception. Uh, REO stands for real estate owned, bank owned properties. Banks are not motivated sellers. We don't generally buy foreclosures. We buy pre foreclosures. People hear the word foreclosure. Oh, this is a deal. No, no, no. Foreclosure means sold by bank. That's not a deal. Banks want full price. When a bank takes their property back, they, What do they you know what they do? They call a realtor, they stick it in the MLS, they say, bring me the idiot that pays the most. I don't want that to be you. We buy pre-foreclosures before they go back to the bank. Okay, then how do you do that? Well, you fish in the wholesale pond, uh, you do direct marketing, off-market. Or here's another idea. Here in Texas, on the first Tuesday of the month, rain, shine, holiday or not, everybody that didn't pay their mortgage gets auctioned off at the county courthouse steps, at every county courthouse in the state. And you know you can get a list of all the houses going to the auction, and you can go knock on their door before the auction, and very often get it under contract before the auction for even less than it'll sell at the auction. Why? Because you're not bidding against 300 other guys. Wholesalers, let's have the talk. Um, Look, brand new investors, I'm just going to throw a blanket statement out there. Brand new investors should never buy real estate when they're getting started from a wholesaler. You're going to lose money. I'm sorry, whatever you read in the book, it was a lie. When a wholesaler sends you a deal, my guess is two thirds of you are already getting these emails. When a wholesaler sends you a deal and they say this property will be worth $100,000 fixed up, how much is it going to be worth after it's all fixed up? 80 max. When a wholesaler says this property is going to need 20,000 in renovations, what is it going to cost to renovate? 40 minimum. When a wholesaler says, ooh, it's your lucky day for a $5,000 non-refundable deposit, this lucky deal can be yours. You put down that $5,000 non-refundable deposit if you're a rookie, I can just about guarantee with a 19 out of 20 chance that I'm right, you will be losing a lot of money well beyond the $5,000 you got started with. I'm sorry, it's fiction. Please do not believe fiction for a moment. When a wholesaler sends me a deal, I briefly look at all their numbers, and I throw the numbers in the trash. And then I run my own numbers. And the only reason I even looked at the numbers before I threw them in the trash, is I kind of want to know how much they're relying on me when I compare it to the real numbers. I'm going to use some pretty strong words here because I feel very strongly about this. Look, it would be really, really, really stupid to ever buy real estate based on information about the real estate provided to you by the person trying to sell the real estate to you or anybody associated or affiliated with them. Don't do that. I said earlier, your first deal is your most important deal, and it is, but you know what? If you lose money on your very first deal, at the end of that deal, 100% of your real estate investing experience will have been bad, and you'll probably never come back for more. So yeah, do your own due diligence, independent analysis, use experts. If you're not an expert yourself, if you don't know how to do that, come to the workshop. We will teach you how to do that. I don't want people losing money. Real estate is not gambling. If you like to gamble, either go to Vegas or bet on the stock market, legalize gambling. But the problem with the stock market is insider trading is illegal. In real estate investing, insider trading is advised. In other words, don't buy real estate unless you know with absolute provability, with independently sourced data, that the property you're buying is worth much more than you're paying for it at the time you buy it. Because in real estate, you don't make the money in the stock market on the sell. You make the money on the buy. Bird dogs, Craigslist, social media. Why so many different marketing methods? Well, would you rather fish with a hook or would you rather fish with a net? You need to learn to fish with a net. And the reason is because this business is a numbers game. And now I am going to teach you the numbers. I'm going to teach you something right now that it took me two years of hard work to figure out. So I'm going to shave two years of your learning curve off right now. By 2005, i been a real estate investor for two years. I calculated my first two years, I'd looked at about 400 leads. A lead is the name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. So I was looking at a deal every couple of days, and then I did the math. And here's what I discovered. As a rookie, on average, for every $100 I spent in paid marketing, things like direct mail, I got one qualified, motivated seller lead. As a rookie, on average, for every three hours I spent on personal marketing, things like driving for dollars, free stuff, I got one qualified motivated seller Then I discovered that as a rookie, on average, for every 20 leads I got, I'm being very conservative here, I made at least $20,000 net profit on a deal from one of those leads. So let me do the math for you. That means every time I drove around for 60 hours, I made at least $20,000 net profit. Every time I sent out $2,000 in direct mail, I made at least twenty thousand dollars in net profit. Spend two thousand, make twenty, spend two thousand, make twenty, spend four thousand, make forty, spend eight thousand, make eighty, spend sixteen thousand, make one hundred and sixty, spend thirty-two thousand, you don't have to spend it all at once, by the way, make three hundred and twenty thousand net profit. Are you saying you like the numbers? It took me two years to figure that out. But after two years in the trenches, what I realized is holy cow, this whole business is just a numbers game. And now I know the numbers. And I started to think about the business in a very different way. I now see my business like it's a little black box. We're going to call that little black box a marketing machine. And the way that little black box works is every time I stick hundred dollars worth of marketing in one end, eventually a thousand dollars worth of net profit pops out the other end. Now, if you had a little black box, every time you shoved a hundred dollar bill in one end, a thousand dollar bill popped out the other end, how many dollars would you stick in the box? All of them. And I started spending money on marketing like a drunken sailor because I knew. I started spending thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I started spending tens of thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I hired two full-time six-figure guys who spend all of their time spending my money on marketing. And today, in some months today, in some months, I spend up to $100,000 a month on marketing. Because once you know it's a numbers game, and once you know the numbers, then it's just, it's just, it's just on. It's just on. Sometime later, I actually wrote a book on investing real estate. We're not selling any books today. But I will repeat something I said earlier. There's nothing you're trying to do. There's nothing you're trying to figure out that I and other people haven't done and figured out. What's the shortcut? Copy stuff that's been figured out. Okay, so we are right at the halfway point in the presentation. I'm about to get into the strategies, the mechanics of how the deals work, arguably the more interesting part of the presentation. But um, remember at the beginning of this, I said, my job is to make you educated and contributing members to this community. We do really want you to be educated and participatory. We do these meetings all over Texas. We always have new people that come to the meetings, and we call the new people tourists. Nothing wrong with that. They're just checking out the RIA, right? You know... Honey, let's go check out the Ria. But we figured out a long time ago we can't. We, no, nobody makes any money being a tourist, right? We need people to do stuff, roll up their sleeves, take action, buy, sell, partner. I mean, that's when everybody starts making money. But I also figured out a long time ago that unfortunately I can't turn somebody into a real estate investor in 45 minutes. If I could figure out a sprinkle pixie dust around the room and turn everybody into real estate investors in 45 minutes, yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know how to do that, but I can and I have, on numerous occasions, turned people into real estate investors over a period of 24 hours. Or maybe it would be more accurate to say 24 hours spread out over three days, giving us the time to get through all the nitty-gritty details of how to actually do this and make money doing this. And this is why the Texas RIA sponsors the Texas Real Estate Investing Workshop. This is Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas. I teach this myself. We teach all 12 strategies you use here in Texas. There's things you do in Texas you don't do anywhere else. There's things you can do everywhere but Texas, and you better know what those things are. We teach all 65 marketing methods. We even teach the closes. These are literally the exact words to say to get somebody to sign a contract, accept your solution to their problem. I'll give you an example. Recently, I said some magic words to a woman and she just gave me her house. Who's a little skeptical? I just said some magic words. She just gave me her house. I didn't have to give her any money. Great house. Lots of equity. She just gave it to me. Just like that. I didn't have to give her a single penny. Just by saying these magic words. Who's a little skeptical? Raise your hand if you're a little skeptical. Raise your hand if you're not skeptical. Really? What's wrong with you people? Are you kidding me? That's the most ridiculous thing I could come up with to say. For all you guys that are not skeptical, I got a land deal in Florida. We're going to talk after class. So so yes, I have magic words. By just saying these magic words, this is what we just gave me your house. So who's a little skeptical? Raise your hand. It's okay. Who's a little skeptical? I want you to be skeptical. I'm I'm baiting you to be skeptical. So keep your skepticism. Because in a couple of minutes when I demonstrate, you're going to be really impressed. And Those are the closes, and I'm going to teach you the closes. Learn how to partner, Great way to get started, how to access private money, uh, thousands, I mean thousands, thousands of successful investors here in Texas got started, this workshop, Texans, each in Texas had to invest in Texas. So that's the uh, workshop, the reason I'm talking about is is we're doing a special Texas tour and we're doing it for free, so how cool is that? You should have gotten this before, I will put this up one last time at the end, uh, for you guys online, you can click on the link below, but just pick the location that works best for you. And uh, come in person or come online or come in some combination of live and online. Uh, and I suggest you come live because it's a uh, you know more interactive experience, obviously, although it's pretty good on Zoom. Okay. Oh, one other question real quick. Um, is anybody here interested in commercial real estate? Who's interested in commercial real estate? Okay. Eh, about a third. Okay. So we're doing something very special uh, on August 25, 26, 27th, uh, we're doing a special commercial event. And um, literally, top commercial investors across the state of Texas are getting together with cop uh, uh, real estate investors uh, across the country for a very special workshop on August 25, 26, 27th. And it is in uh, Dallas. And um, it's a very powerful event. It's called the Masters of Real Estate. Uh, I have George Ross, Donald Trump's original right-hand man, the guy who taught Donald Trump how to make $8 billion, author of maybe the greatest deal ever done. He and Donald Trump bought a building for a million dollars, turned around, and made $450 million. I have a billionaire coming to this workshop. I have Hugh Hilton, $18 billion in commercial real estate. He's going to teach you how to do commercial real estate. I have Vanilla Ice, real estate tycoon, former rapper. He's even going to do a little concert with us. I have Top commercial investors from across the state of Texas. It is extraordinarily rare to get all these people one place at one time, but we're gonna be doing this on August 25th and 26th and 27th. If you would like to attend, here is the deal. If you would like to attend, just write down this website and you can register for this thing after class here. And I have a smoking hot deal for you, so let me pull this up on my phone. Here's what you can do. It costs $1,000 to come to this workshop. It is extraordinarily rare that you have this kind of a workshop here. There's not going to be another thing like this for a year. But I have a smoking hot deal for those of you that are interested. Write down this code VIP REIA. VIP REIA. VIP So VIP REIA. When you register for the workshop, it's $998. If you type that code into the discount code box, you will get $800 off. So you really can't resist. For those of you that are interested in commercial, uh, you can do it for $198. And when you register for the commercial event, you will also get upgraded to VIP for the residential event. So you can come to both uh, by registering for the commercial event. Now, obviously, not everybody's interested in commercial. That's fine. But for those of you that are, are, uh, go to Real Masters event.com and write that uh, code in the discount box and if you do that today uh, before midnight uh, you get $800 off so it's a pretty incredible deal uh, and like I said um, all everything you need is in that one place you know hundreds and hundreds of top investors all the money all the deals you know when it comes to um, commercial you really have to be part of a network it's not even legal to solicit investments for commercial real estate. It's regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission. And the reason very few people ever get into commercial is because they're not in one of these little groups that does is it. it's, it's total insider thing. You're not going to see commercial deals on a stock market, like at the stock, right? You, you have to be part of a group to raise money, to invest in the deals. You got to be part of a group. So if you're interested if the slightest bit of interest, here's the once a year opportunity. Uh, to go behind the scenes and actually get plugged in uh, real estate masters. All roads in so many ways kind of ultimately lead to commercial because if you have money and you want to make money with money, I'm going to tell you commercial real estate investments on average are twice the return of the stock market with half the risk. So nobody ever goes back to stocks and mutual funds after they get involved in commercial okay so let's get back to work so again August 25 26 27 in Dallas and I know uh, not everybody is interested in this but um, but uh, type in that special little code that I gave you and you get it for 198 bucks so but do it before midnight okay so boom 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 uh, talked about fear right cross that one out and talked about marketing right finding deals right cross that one out Now let's get into the mechanics of how these deals actually work and how to actually do the deals. So marketing, check, let's get into the strategies. And when it comes to strategy, there's just a million different ways that you can invest in real estate. And people always ask, well, what's the best way to get started? Well, I'm gonna answer that question right now. But you can watch videos and take classes and and read books on how to do short sales, how to do buy and hold, how to do mortgage assignments, auction options. How to do referrals, how to do wholesaling, how to do contracts for deeds, lease options, uh, house swapping, wraparound mortgages, equity partnering, and, of course, how to do fix and flip. And you can certainly spend a lot of time and money on all that training and education. In fact, my wife and I have actually spent over $100,000 on training, coaching, seminars, bookshapes, etc. Most of it was great. Some of it was not great. It all sounded great. But I don't feel bad about spending over $100,000 on our education because we've actually made many millions of dollars from our education. But I do have a little pet peeve at how most people get started and how most people teach people to get started. Because when you look at all of these different investing strategies, here's the good news. They all work. All of these things can make you money investing in real estate. That's the good news. The bad news is that they each only work in unique situations. You see, each of these strategies is actually the solution to a specific problem or situation. But remember what I said earlier, your job, one, is finding the deal. So here's a brand new investor hunting for a deal. And he gets a lead. What's a lead? Name a number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. Well, if he had gotten the right training, he would have learned how to help the seller, this particular seller, solve their problem using a strategy called a wraparound mortgage. But that's not the training he got. He just went to one of those silly wholesale seminars and all he learned how to do was wholesaling. Uh, well, he didn't find a wholesale deal. He found a wrap. He doesn't know how to do a wrap, so he can't make money on that lead and can't help that seller. So what does he do? He goes out and looks some more and he generates yet another lead. Well, now, if he only knew how to do a mortgage assignment, he could solve a problem and get a check, but he doesn't know how to do that because remember, all he knows how to do is wholesaling and he's still looking for a wholesale deal. Didn't find one, found a mortgage assignment deal, doesn't know how to do that, so what does he do? He goes and looks some more and he generates yet another lead And now if he only knew how to do an auction option, he could solve a big problem and get himself a big check. But he doesn't know how to do that because remember, all he learned how to do was wholesaling, and he's still looking for a wholesale deal. Are you starting to see the problem? Here's another common rookie mistake. 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there that teach people how to get started. What they pretty much all say is, you need to get started by learning one strategy, and this this is the best one. No, this is the best one. No, this is the best one. Well, whatever. You need to pick a strategy, learn the strategy, make money on the strategy, and after you learn how to make money on that strategy, then later on you can learn some of the other strategy. Sounds pretty good. Feels pretty good. But forgive my language when I say this. That is a completely ass-backwards way to go about this. Saying that you need to get started by learning one strategy and you need to make money on one strategy before you learn the other strategy, that's kind of like saying you need to go to Las Vegas and learn how to bet on one number on the roulette wheel. And after you make enough money betting over and over and over again on that one number in the roulette wheel well then later on you can learn how the other numbers work well that's ridiculous and yet that's how 95 percent of real estate investors get started investing in real estate and is it no surprise that 95 percent of real estate investors give up before they ever get going and about 99 percent of wholesalers so let's have that talk there's nothing wrong with wholesaling it's one of the 12 strategies that i use and that i teach In fact, frankly, it's the easiest one to teach. The problem, though, with wholesaling is I would say on average, it's the hardest one to do that on average makes the least amount of money. So when I hear somebody say, I'm going to get started by wholesaling, here's how my brain translates that plan. I'm going to do the hardest thing there is to do that on average makes the least amount of money. And I know from my experience that about 99 out of 100, maybe not 100 out of 100, but about 99 out of 100 people that try to execute that plan give up before they ever get going. Because if you're putting a lot of work into something that doesn't make you a lot of money, you're going to give up before you ever get going. For example, how many of you have read the book The Millionaire Wholesaler? That's because it's never been written. And it never will be, because it's the hardest thing to do that makes the least amount of money. So, And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just one of 12 strategies. So here's what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how the top 5% of investors do it. And my advice is learn how to play in the top 5% or don't bother, because they make all the money. So this is how I do it, and this is how I'm going to teach you at the workshop. I use all 12 strategies. Why not learn all 12 strategies? Why not bet on every number of the wheel? Right? Collectively, these 12 strategies solve every problem there is. There is no exception. Motivated, non-motivated, free and clear, hopelessly underwater. Right, That's betting on all the numbers on the wheel. And then what do you do? You spin the wheel a lot. What does that mean? That means look at a lot of deals, do a lot of marketing, take a lot of shots on goal. That's what the top 5% of investors do. So how do you do that? you got to know all the strategies, so let me teach you some strategy. And uh, actually, first I'm going to tell you a quick story. This is the very first big deal that I did. Uh, After I was a real estate investor for just over two years, I flipped this house. I made 291,000 net profit, pretty good profit flipping this house. But the more interesting part of the story is I was actually the eighth investor at bat. So what does that mean? Seven other real estate investors looked at this deal before me and passed on the deal. How's that possible? How could seven different real estate investors pass on a deal on an opportunity to make almost $300,000 net profit? How's that even possible I'm going to tell you, it's not just possible, it's actually typical. Let me tell you the rest of the story. First investor looks at the deal and says, I love to buy your house, but you're underwater. You can't afford to sell me your house. Second investor looks at this house and says, I love to buy your house, but you're in bankruptcy. I can't buy a house from somebody in bankruptcy. Third investor looks at this house and says, well, I can help you avoid a foreclosure by doing something called a short sale, but I can't do that while you're in bankruptcy. Plus, you have a mid-construction project. I don't do mid-construction. I looked at this deal and I said, my, oh my, oh my, you have a lot of big problems here. Big problem means what? It means big opportunity. You know, it took one, two, three, three different strategies to solve this guy's problem. I solved the problem. I got the check. My competition was a bunch of one-trick ponies. Most of my competitors are a bunch of one-trick ponies. 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there teach people how to be one-trick ponies. One-trick ponies are annoying, they get in the way at times, but they don't last long. Guys, if you think you're going to find pretty houses at big discounts just waiting for you, hanging off of trees out there, yeah, you're smoking crack. Okay, this is what opportunity looks like. A big bundle of problems with a nice pretty bow around it. I want a house where half the house burned down. I want a house that has a meth lab that exploded in the garage. I want a house that has mold. I want a house that was flooded. I want a house where someone was murdered in the living room. Oh, man. You can make a killing on a murder house. I own one. You know how you make a killing on a murder house? Very common in real estate. Stigma house. How much does it cost? What do you think it costs to buy a murder house? 20 cents on the dollar. You know what everybody says when they look at that house? That's a murder house. A year later, everybody going by that house, they pointed that house, something bad happened in that house. Two years later, everybody going by the house, somewhere around here, something bad happened. You know what happens five years later when they look at that house? You know what they say? How much is that house? Yeah, stigmas go away. There's all kinds of stigmas in real estate. And eventually they go away. You can buy it cheap, rent it out to somebody who doesn't mind living there, and then sell it for a full price. I bought a house for 80 grand, it's now worth 420, right? And I just did what? I did nothing but wait, right, until the stigma goes away. Somebody gets shot in a bar, it's a crime scene. A few years later, it's a tourist attraction, okay? And there's all kinds of stigmas when it comes to real estate. I'm not saying go look for stigmas, but I'm saying problems. You're looking for problems. Most people, they run from problems. Real estate investors run to problems. I'll tell you another one. One of my students recently bought one of those 150,000 Teslas, paid cash for it, and he calls it his air car. Air car? H-E-I-R? Air car? Yeah, somebody died without a will. Do you know that two out of three people don't have a will? But they did have 42 heirs. And everybody said, no way, man, there's no way on God's green earth you're going to get 42 people to agree on something. Big problem. Well, he rolled up his sleeves And it took a little effort, but eventually he got 42 people to agree that a little bit of something is a whole lot better than a whole lot of nothing. And now he's driving around in a $150,000 air car. Problems are opportunities. Big problems are big opportunities. The world is looking for people to solve their big problems. That's what real estate investors do. We help the world by solving the world's big real estate problems. So finding deals is finding problems and doing deals is strategy. So now let me teach you a little strategy. The first strategy I'm going to teach you today is wholesaling. It's the easiest one to teach. I'll just teach it right now. It's pretty simple. You just find a property and get it under contract. How much money does it cost to get a property under contract? Zero. Can we all afford that? Yeah, I think so. Now, after we get the property under contract, instead of buying the property, what are we going to do? We're simply going to sell the contract to another investor for a fee. How much is the fee? 500 Five hundred dollars to $5,000 on a small deal, ten dollars to $25,000 on an average deal, $25,000 or more in a big deal. And this, my friends, is a no money and no risk strategy. I've actually discovered it's really hard to lose money when you're not actually spending or investing money. And nine of the strategies that I use and that I teach are no money and no risk strategies. So let me show you an example. I like to teach with case studies. When you come to the workshop, I'm going to tell you probably about 100 stories. First, I teach the theory, and then I give the example. I think it's better to learn from case studies, because then it's real. Like, it's like it's a theoretical until you see how like, it really works. So like this is a case study. This is Kimberly. She came to the workshop. <clears throat> And uh, she rolled up her sleeves at, after the workshop, and she got to work. And she, she told me about this deal. This was her first deal. And the story was that her mom was visiting her from out of town. So she's in the car with her mom, and her mom's like, Kim, where are we going? Oh, well, Mom, we're going to get a house under contract. What? What, what, what are you talking about, Kim? Are you crazy? You just graduated from college. You don't have any money. You don't have any credit. You don't even have a job. What do you mean you're getting a house under contract? Don't worry, Mom. I know what I'm doing. So Kim's mom watched Kim walk into this house and offer the seller $265,000 cash for his house, and he signed a contract. Now, obviously, he was a motivated seller. Obviously, they talked on the phone ahead of time. Kim then took that contract, and she posted it out to the network. I told you that before, multiple times a day, thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decade, the members of this community post their deals, contracts, offers, questions, back and forth to this network every minute of every day. So Kim posted this deal out to the network, and guess what? Several other members of the network wanted to buy that deal, that contract, from Kim. And one of the other members of the RIA negotiated and paid Kim $17,000 for the contract. So Kim just sold her contract to another member of the RIA for $17,000, So now Kim is a believer. Well, actually, Kim was a believer. Now Kim's mom is a believer. Now, what would Kim have done with the contract, had nobody wanted to buy her contract. What was she then done with the contract? What was she done with the contract and nobody wanted to buy the contract? Ripped it up and walked away. No harm, no foul. She didn't need to, did she? So then who bought the contract? Another member of the RIA by the name of Tatiana. Let me tell you about Tatiana. I know Tatiana pretty well. Tatiana paid Kim $17,000 for the contract. It became Tatiana's contract. Literally crossed Kim's name out where it said buyer, wrote her name in or really her company's name in. And then she became the buyer. Tatiana then bought the property for 265000 cash. She had the cash. She kept it for six months as a month-to-month rental. After the tenants moved out, she did a renovation and a small addition. And then she sold it after owning it for 12 months. And when she sold it, she made nearly $100,000 of profit, long-term capital gains, no income tax, to pay paying tax, just long-term capital gains. Do you think Tatiana was pretty happy uh, that uh, Kim found that deal for her. What do you think? Yes? Yeah. So let me ask you guys a question. Let's see what we got here. By a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Wave your hand around if you're a cash buyer. Hmm. All right, let me ask a different question. Um, how much cash do you have to have to make a cash offer? Well, then, how much cash do you have to have, therefore, to be a cash buyer? You don't have to have any cash to make a cash offer. You don't have to have any cash to be a cash buyer. You just need to know people with cash. So let me ask you guys another question. Does anybody here know somebody you could call to get a smoking hot deal to buy a property for a big discount for cash? Does anybody know such a person? For example, who? For example, who? (laughs) Yeah, what do you think I'm doing up here? Over here, guys. (laughs) You know, and in fairness, and in fairness, there's hundreds of guys just like me out on that network that would be pleased as punch if you guys got out there, got some properties, in just pitch them back to the group. That's why we want you. That's why we need you. That's why we'll even train you on how to be educated and contributing members of this community. But I can see that I have my work cut out for me. So let's try this again by a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Raise your hand if you're a cash buyer. Oh, fantastic! Right? If you make people cash offers, some of them will say, yes, you don't have to have any cash to do that. You can always borrow the money. You can sell the contract. You can renegotiate the contract. You can terminate the contract. Just make offers. Give yourself options. A very common self-limiting rookie belief is that they can't make offers if they don't have money. Olivia came in here thinking, I don't have any money. I can't be a real estate investor. What did I tell her? The same thing I'm telling you? You don't have to have any money to be a real estate investor. You need deals, okay, to be a real estate investor. Okay, you get deals. There's ways to get deals with money. There's ways to get deals without money. All right. And being part of the network, the network instantly puts people with deals in connection with people with money, instantly puts people with money in connection with people with deals. So welcome to the wholesale marketplace. Okay. Our next strategy is quite a bit more complicated and quite a bit more interesting. It is called buying a property subject to the mortgage. This is buying real estate, even with no money and with no credit. I am a nationally recognized expert at teaching this strategy. I might possibly be the national expert, but I'm certainly a widely recognized expert who's literally taught tens of thousands of people how to do what I'm about to teach you how to do. If you've ever heard of this, there's a pretty good chance whoever told you about it learned it from me or learned it from somebody who learned it from me. So how does this work and what does this actually mean? How does buying real estate work? When somebody buys real estate, how does that work? They go to a title company, they sign a stack of documents. Most of the documents are what are called disclaimers and disclosures, but there's two documents that get signed at the closing that actually make the closing happen. The two documents that make something happen are the deed and the note. Notice these are two separate documents, a deed and a note. ever name goes on the deed, that's who owns the house. That's how you transfer ownership. Whose every name goes on the note, that's who's responsible for the mortgage. That's how you assign debt. Deed, note, deed, note. Now normally it's the same guy on both. The guy buys a house, his name is on the deed, his name is on the note, he owns a house, he's responsible for the mortgage, that's normal. He moves into the house, it's his house. All the rights and privileges, benefits and responsibilities of home ownership, they all go to him, it's his house. At the end of the month, He gets a statement from the bank saying, you owe us $1,000. He writes the bank a check for $1,000 to pay his mortgage. Bank gets the check. They cash the check. Bank's happy. He's happy. Everybody's happy. That's how it works. And then the guy goes on to get married. And well, you know, Texas is a community property state. So after the guy gets married, the wife is added to the deed. So now there's two names on the deed, his and hers. But his name is still the only name on the note. Just because somebody's taken on or off the deed, that does not in any way, shape, or form affect the note. And then time goes on and things don't work out and they get a divorce. And in their situation, the wife gets the house in the divorce. So now something kind of interesting has happened. Now, her name is the only name left on the deed, but his name is still the only name on the note. So the question is, as long as he keeps sending a check to Bank of America every month or she starts sending a check the bank every month, or a tenant or a property manager, a neighbor, investor, friend or family member, or somebody sends a bank a check every month, the question is, does the bank care who wrote the check? No. There's some dude at the bank opening envelopes. It's like, oh, we got a check for the right amount. Came on time and it cleared. We're good. So if you're listening to my story so far, I just told you all a story about a woman, about a spouse, about a person that was able to acquire real estate even with no money and with no credit. There it is, proof of how you can acquire real estate with no money, no credit. My work here is done. All right, so here's the really, really good part. You can all do exactly the same thing and you don't have to get married to do it. Because here in Texas, here's the deal. Anybody, any of you, anybody can go up to any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage, from any lender on any house at any time, and you can make them an offer. And the offer any of you can make with any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage, from any lender and any house at any time is this. Here's the offer. I will make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. Or I will find somebody to make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. What's the catch? The catch is you simply have to hand the deed, which is ownership of the property to me. It is called buying a property subject to the existing mortgage. You can do this with any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage, from any lender on any house at any time. And the only person on this planet that has to agree to this transaction is the person whose name is on the deed, not the bank. The bank has absolutely no say in this transaction federally regulated 1982 Garn St. Germain Act. Anybody can ta- turn their deed over to anybody they want. Anybody can pay somebody else's mortgage if they want to. So if you're listening to me closely, here's what you just heard me say. You can buy any house in Texas from any homeowner in Texas that has any loan from any lender and you can buy that person's house at any time and you can even buy their house even with no money and even with no credit by simply offering to take over the payment on their mortgage or even offering to find somebody to take over the payment on the mortgage in exchange for them simply handing the deed, which is ownership of the property to you. And once you learn how to buy real estate, even with no money and no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them. It is a very scalable process. Look, when somebody has uh, financial distress, somebody's in financial distress, they got a house and they got a mortgage. Is the house the problem or is the mortgage the problem? Owning a house is never a problem. Being responsible for a mortgage, that can be a big problem. When you're in financial distress, you solve the big problem. In exchange for solving the problem, you have them hand the deed, which is ownership of the property, to you. And that is simply buying a property subject to. So agreeing to pay somebody's mortgage going forward in exchange for their deed. Now, once somebody hands you their deed, you now own the property. You can do whatever you want with it. You can renovate it and retail sell it to somebody else. You can wrap it. You can assign it. You can keep it as a rental property. You can keep it as your own homestead if you'd like. I've helped many of my friends here in Texas buy their very own homestead with this little or no money, no credit needed strategy. How much money can you make? Well, you're going to see there's a lot of ways to make a lot of money once you're buying houses with no money and no credit. Small flip, at least $10,000, typically a lot more. And this is another little or no money, little or no risk strategy. Let me walk you through an example of a deal. This is one of the $30 million worth of houses that I own in Texas. And like I said before, if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses, traditionally, I'd have to put down 20% every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi-multi-multi-millionaire just to be a millionaire. Well, I wasn't even a millionaire when I started investing in real estate, so how in the world was I able to accumulate a portfolio of $30 million worth of houses Well, most of them were purchased using exactly this strategy, including this one. So let me tell you about this one. A woman owned this house worth $150,000. She only owed $40,000, I'm sorry, $110,000 on her loan. So the house has $40,000 of equity. She had the house rented out for $1,600 a month rent. Uh, Her mortgage payment, including tax and insurance, is $1,100 a month. So this house is generating $500 a month of of gross cash flow. Should have and could have and would have been a perfect rental property, except for one major problem. This woman had lost her job. She was continuing to collect the rent because she was living off the rent, but she'd stopped paying the mortgage. Four days, four days before the first Tuesday of the month, when the bank was going to foreclose on her, I knocked on her door. Hello, can I help you? I am here to help you. But what can you do? There's no time. How can you help? They're going to foreclose me. What can you do? They're going to foreclose me. How can you help? What can you do? Here's what I can do. I can stop the foreclosure. I can reinstate your loan. I can catch up your mortgage payments. I can make your mortgage payments for you going forward. I can even repair all your credit. Well, that's amazing. What's the catch? You simply have to hand the deed which is ownership of the property to me. And she said deal. Why in the world did she say deal? Because in four days, she's losing the house. That was a done deal. But she wasn't just going to lose the house. In addition to losing the house, she was going to get a little bonus to go along with it, a bonus that you don't want, a bonus that I explained to her that she don't want. Okay, a bonus called a foreclosure. And you don't want a foreclosure. And this is what I said to her. A foreclosure is the atomic bomb of credit hits. It's the big one. It's the beginning of a 10-year nightmare that starts with the sheriff and his deputies dragging you and your family and all of your possessions to the curb in front of your friends and neighbors. It's 10 years of potentially dealing with the IRS, garnishing your wages to collect in a 1099 that could be issued against you for up to the full value of your loan. It's 10 years of having the lender potentially file a deficiency judgment lawsuit against you for up to the full value of the home. It's 10 years of dealing with creditors, calling you, hounding you day and night to collect on the judgment from the lawsuit. It's 10 years of not being able to buy another home, not being able to buy a car, not being able to get a credit card, not being able to open certain bank accounts or rent certain apartments or even get certain jobs. In other words, it's a bullet to the head, and nobody wants all that. And I stopped all of that from happening to her. And she was thrilled and the bank was thrilled because they didn't want the house back. They just wanted their money. So I gave them their money and the tenants were thrilled because they didn't want to get kicked out of the house. They wanted to keep renting the house. So I let them keep renting it for me. But mostly I was thrilled because for $4,500, which is what it cost me to reinstate that loan, I now own this beautiful $150,000 house. It came with a loan, came with $40,000 of equity, all mine, came with tenants, paying me $1,600 a month rent. After I pay Bank of America $1,100, I put $500 back in my pocket. And if you think that's cool, my wife and I own $30 million of these houses. Some of them took small amounts of money like this. Most of them honestly took more money than this. But then some of them took absolutely no money at all. So how many of you would like me to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal? All right, we're all out of time. being a little obnoxious here. We're almost out of time. We're, we're, let's wrap this up. So I, I'm, But I'm going to finish this. I, I, you want to learn. I'm gonna, I love teaching this stuff. Uh, I, I do love this, and I, and I do love this deal, but I'll bet you haven't figured out why I love this so much. You're, you're probably thinking, oh, you're making $500 a month. Yeah, that's not it. $500 is not going to affect my life or my lifestyle at all. That's not it. What I love about this is by doing this over and over and over again, You know, over the last 20 years, my wife and I were able to accumulate a portfolio that's now $30 million worth of houses. In fact, just within the last few years, our portfolio went up by more than 30%. In other words, just within the last few years, my wife and I became more than $10 million richer from having done this thing over and over again, this thing that required little or no money and no credit. That's what I love about this. This is the strategy that can allow anybody, regardless of money or credit, to become multi-multi-multi-millionaires. That's what I love about this. And when I realized a few years ago, actually several years ago, the wealth potential of this strategy, I actually made one additional tweak to the strategy. I no longer buy these houses in my name. In fact, I no longer buy these houses in my company's name. Now, when I buy these houses, I prefer to buy them in my IRA. How many of you are aware that you could do this transaction with your IRA? Okay, for the rest of you, you know you can do this transaction with your IRA. In fact, one of the co-sponsors of Texas REAs is a company based right here in Texas, Quest Trust IRA. Come to the workshop and they'll set it up so you can do this with your IRA. So then, what happens when my IRA does this deal? Well, my IRA issues the $4,500 reinstatement fee to Bank of America, and the D title ownership of the property transfers to my IRA. Every month, the property manager deposits $1,600 of rent into the IRA, and every month, the IRA automatically pays a mortgage to $1,100 back to the bank, and $500 rolls back into the IRA. But that's not the good part. So then what's the good part? Over the next 25 years, this property will double in value and it'll double again. And even at very conservative appreciation rates, it'll almost double a third time. Something interesting happens to the loan on this property over the next 25 years. What happens to the loan? It gets completely paid off by the tenants. Thank you very much, tenants. In other words, every time my IRA does this deal, my IRA ultimately ends up owning an asset worth about a million bucks that by then I own free and clear. And because my IRA, by the way, is also a Roth IRA, when I sell this asset in retirement, 100% of the proceeds are? You got it, tax-free. Did you all just see what I did? I just showed you how to turn a $4,500 IRA into $1 million, tax-free, doing one deal, one time, helping a woman out of a horrible situation. Helping tenants stay in a property they wanted to stay in. Helping a bank not take a property back they didn't want back. All that just doing it once. The average retired person at the age of 65 has a net worth of 62000 bucks. It's pathetic. If you just did this one deal, one time in your life, you'd be 25 times richer than the average retired person just doing it once. But I'll tell you something else I've observed over the years. I've never seen somebody do this deal once. of the people will never do this deal. And 100% of the people that do it once, then what do they do? Then they do it again. And then what do they do? Then they do it again, and again, and again, and again. And around 20 years later, they're standing in front of a room full of people, talking about all the times they they did it. So one last time, how many of you would like me to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal? Okay, I'm going to walk you step by step through how to find this deal how to get it under contract, which contract to use, which attorney and title company to close it at, and how to go through all the operational steps, step by step by step, for how to do this deal. So I'm gonna walk you through all of that. But it's gonna take about three days, so we're gonna to have to finish at the workshop. There we go. And, and we're not obviously gonna just talk about one strategy, although you gotta admit that's pretty cool. I'm also gonna teach you the other 11 strategies. I'm going to teach you all 65 ways to find these deals. I'm going to teach you the closes. I just taught you your first close. That was literally called the atomic bomb close. Those are literally the magic words I said to the woman, and she gave me the deed. And she was happy. She was literally thrilled. She gave me the deed and said, thank you. right? And I got that house for free. I just had to reinstate the loan. It's an incredible deal. Right? That's close. You know, so we're going to teach you all the magic words used with all these different strategies. You're going to learn how you can partner, Great way to get started. How to access a thousand private money lenders, thousands, and I mean thousands, thousands of successful investors got started. This workshop, real deal, Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas. So come join us and uh, get the starter kit. By the way, the starter kit includes some really cool goodies. In addition to the workshop, uh, there's actually a little training program in the starter kit. There's a money resource guide. Um, there's a business plan generator. You, you fill in a little survey. When you register for the workshop, you fill in a little survey and it's going to spit out a personalized business plan based on you and your situation. So if you want to do full-time, part-time, active, passive, just getting started, already started, have more time, have more money, looking for income, looking for wealth, right? you fill out a little survey, and it's going to spit out a personalized business plan based on you and your situation, and then come to the workshop, I will teach you how to actually execute your plan. And then the last step of the starter kit, go all the way to the end, please, is you join the online network, which is where you can interact with me uh, and all the other members. Uh, So pick the location and uh, date that works best for you. Let's do a quick poll of the audience. Who wants to come live? Who would like to come live? Raise your hand if you want to come live. Okay. Who wants to come online? Who wants to come online? Okay. Well, okay. A couple online. No problem. Uh, It looks like we got almost everybody live, so I recommend live. We will have tables and more space than we're kind of packed in here. Uh, We start every morning at 9 o'clock. Get there at 8.30, 8.30 9. We do questions and answers, case studies. At 9, I start talking. Make sure you bring a tablet. You're going to fill an entire notebook with notes. Pay attention, ask questions, uh, take notes. I'm not there, there to entertain you. I'm literally there to change your life. Uh, if you don't want your life changed, then just watch a Netflix marathon okay, and, instead. And, and uh, if, you're, if you're really serious about this, show up on time. Uh, we're going to go 24 hours over three days. We will go long Friday, long Saturday, and then we'll end early on Sunday. When I say we'll go long, I don't know. It depends on you. We may go until 7.30, 8 o'clock. I mean, it just kind of depends on you guys and how many questions and everything else. In the middle of the workshop, I'm even going to do a property tour. I'm going to call some people that came to a prior workshop, and I'm going to say, show us your deal. We're going to have people walking through houses showing you how they found the deal, negotiated the deal, bought it, financed it, exit strategies, money they made. And I don't even know who's going to be on the tour because it's going to be a tour du jour, but I guarantee some of these people will be millionaires or even multi-millionaires directly from coming to this exact workshop. So nobody else in the world can say that. For those of you that are interested in commercial, you definitely want to come to that commercial workshop. This is a once-a-year opportunity. Uh, definitely something you want to do if you use that little discount code I gave you. Get $800 off, and it'll even upgrade you for VIP for the residential workshop. So that is the deal. I'll put this link up one last time at the very end. Um, Oh, one other thing, if you want to just do, well, I I think I already explained this. So go to Real Estate Masters and type in that that, uh, discount code, and you'll get upgraded to the uh, VIP uh, for the residential workshop as well. So that's pretty cool. Okay, um, a couple of other questions, and then let's wrap this thing up. some people ask me, can I get copies of your presentation? Yes, uh, we post on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. Just go look for us, pick, pick your poison. Uh, we have hundreds of videos on YouTube. Um, I think I gave you all the event details. I don't need to do that. I will answer a few more questions, and I'll take some questions from the audience. How much experience do I need to do this? 75% of the people that come to the workshop are rookies. Uh, that's fine. of the people that come are coming to learn some of the advanced strategies that only we teach. Can I bring my significant other? I highly recommend that you do. Uh, Drag them by force if necessary. And I'll tell you why. Because if you don't bring your significant other, I'm going to teach you how to flip a house. And then you're going to go home and you're going to say, Honey, we're buying a house. But what do you think Honey's going to say if she wasn't at the workshop? What are you, crazy? You know, yeah. Trust me. I will make it fun for them. And they will be much more supportive even if they don't want a real estate investor. They will be. But I can tell you numerous occasions of people that got dragged here against their will and they got so interested after I taught them that they were the ones that picked up the ball and ran for it, but at least they can be supportive. How do I know this is the real deal? Uh, my suggestion is to not ask me. Uh, maybe you should ask people that have done it already. And I actually tell everybody that comes to my workshop, give me feedback. Uh, Handwritten feedback, fill out a form. We scan every single feedback form, we post them on the internet. You wanna go see thousands of them? Go to that link. Why would I post every single feedback form from every single person on the internet for the whole world to see? Well, go look for yourself. And I'll tell you what you're gonna see. 99 out of 100 all say the same thing. Oh my God, this was literally a life-changing event. Literally a life-changing event. You don't believe me? Go read thousands of reviews. Uh, Where do I get my tickets? I told you just get the starter kit. I think there's a place when you register for the starter kit that'll even enter the details right into your calendar. If you want even more help, the last step of registering dumps you into the moderated online Facebook group. That's where you can interact with me and all the other members. So with that, let us go ahead and finish up the broadcast. I'm going to stop the broadcast Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.